intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, back on the Atomic Podcast, Precious Pearl. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Thanks for coming back on the show again. All right. Well, thank you for having me. You know, um, when we talked the first time, you was you know talking about the cosplay. You was talking about the conventions, and you was talking about your upbringing towards the end of the show, which was really interesting. Um, definitely, I, I, if you could um, go back to that again about growing up and dealing with a lot of stuff that you've been dealing with, I would love to hear that again. If people like didn't make it all the way through, just definitely touch on that about your life. And everything growing up? Well, like I had mentioned, it was a really small farming community. I enjoyed where I grew up. I'm just not so sure that the place I grew up enjoyed having me there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a challenge at times just because I would... I just... I stuck out like a sore thumb. I, and for a community that had 96% Caucasian, and then here's this Asian girl that's bouncing around talking about comics and anime and video games, yeah. it was just a little weird to them. Um, but I, I digressed and I got through it. It's just when I look back at it at times, I think, wow, you know, that was, that was pretty, pretty different. Um, you know, it's not your typical upbringing. It's not where uh, people embrace one another mm-hmm. a- as easily as, as things are different now. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at the time, it was very, very challenging. <laughs> Is it, I guess, you know, coming, moving here to the Midwest, I've, not that I've dealt with racism, but like, you know, like comments where people say, oh my God, I thought you was black or, you know, little things like that where coming from a big city, it's the norm and there's not, you know, it's so funny because like going to a Walmart here, you'll have, like you'll, you know, they have every aisle, you know, every aisle there, but what always perturbs me and bothers me is like you look at the section, they have Hispanic section and then if you go to like, the, <laughs> you go to a Woodman's, it says Hispanic section, and then you have like a little freezer. Then you have the Asian stuff in the freezer too. So it's like Hispanics is mixed with the Asian. The Asian and Hispanic food are like mixed together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just one. It just becomes one. Yeah, you know. And, and coming from the big city, we have everything. It's not like you know. All right, this is just the Hispanic side. This is the black side. Everything is a. Everything is all together. So like to me, to, to this day, that still bothers me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell's a Hispanic section? What is that? You know, like, come on, you know. Yeah. And then it's like, well, yeah, go ahead. For me, it, it's a lot of because I'm I'm South Korean and I don't have an accent. So when people talk to me over the phone, they don't realize that hey, this person might be of a different race. So when I meet them for the first time. I'll get a lot of, oh, I'm sorry, is Jackie here? Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Because <laughs> um, they don't realize that they're actually talking to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, there's been a lot of, I have a lot of funny stories where 
like I was playing a dancing game. Uh, it was at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Don't judge me. <laughs> it, was it was cheap to play there. So oh me and a couple friends are playing at Chuck E. Cheese. You know, we need to go to an arcade. And this lady who, she seemed like she was in her 30s, kind of frizzy hair, not to, just more to kind of paint the story more, uh, tad bit overweight. And she brings to me this little Chinese girl that's crying. And I mean, her face is red. And she's, you can tell that something's wrong. And it's again, Chuck E. Cheese. So I could only assume that this lady thinks that this child is mine. And so I look at her and I look at the little girl. She's got pigtails and she's just, you know, face is all red from crying. And I tell the lady that, oh, I'm sorry, she's not mine. Well, the lady responds back to me, well, are you sure? Oh, <laughs> shit. I, like, yes. ah, <laughs> yeah. <What? like. laughs> yes, I'm sure I did not have a child seven years ago. Why, why are you? And that's a lot of the ignorance that I've dealt with and still deal with to this day. Yeah. Like, what keeps you there, though? Like, do, do you ever feel like you want to venture out to, like, the big city and... You know, I don't know, like, do you feel hindered where you're at now, or you're just comfortable, like, you're, you're comfortable where you're at? I'm comfortable where I'm at, as in, I've got a good job, I've got my favorite places that I like to go to, I've got my friends here, so there's not really that pull, that draw to venture out into a bigger city. Um, it's nice, though, when I go to, like, say, uh, because I live down River, Michigan, when I go to, say, Detroit or Canton, Ann Arbor, it's a lot of a more comfortable feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you see a lot more color and there's a lot more yeah, diversity yeah, a lot there. a lot more diversity. Yeah. You ever thought about, like, taking a trip, like, to California? Like, to, uh... um, I, for a very short while, lived in California. Oh, really? Um, but, like, in the city? Like, the heart of it, though? Like, you was at... Uh, Long Beach. Long Beach? Okay. Okay. Yeah, and it was it was a nice nice time. Um, lots of crime, <laughs> from what I remember. Yeah. It's always something going on. But as far as things to do and places to go, I mean, it was twenty four seven. Unlike here, things start closing at eight o'clock at night. So. Yeah. Oh. And then being out there, um, are men attracted to you? Like, is there a lot of, like, mixed races out there? Or they see you as Asian, they don't want to, like, pursue you? Or, like, how is it? I would say that they seem intimidated by me. Really? <laughs> it makes me giggle sometimes because I'm about 110 pounds soaking wet. And <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a mean person <laughs> so <laughs> i would definitely start a conversation with them but i can tell is that men will look at me and they're uh, oh <laughs> what do you think is your best feature that like men see you you think it's is it your face is it your chest like what is it when they see you they get intimidated by you is it because you're asian like what is it like what what, what do you think it is well when i'm at the gym it's definitely my muscles because yeah. i'm I, I would say I'm pretty fit, and not many women uh, go to the bodybuilding section as I do. Yeah. Uh, when I'm out in public, it's more of a, she might not even understand me, like, I, 
I can't talk to her. So it's it's really strange, and it hurts my feelings at times because <laughs> I love to talk. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> but like, like for real, like even I'm saying, even at the bodybuilding section, a lot of guys, I'm like, oh my god, um, how how do you keep yourself fit? Like, what exercises do you do? You don't get any comments I like don't, that. I'm around the beginning of January. I will. But then as things kind of filter down to the diehards, if you will, yeah. then you know who's going to be sticking around. And you and the people that have been sticking around know that, hey, this girl comes here a lot and she's obviously in shape. So they have this, oh, well, I don't want to talk to her because she's probably going to think I'm I'm asking a silly question, which I wouldn't. I, I would love to hear questions. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, what's like the biggest misconception you, you like people would think automatically assume about you? You think like when they meet you or they they see you like random stranger, like like they they assume you don't speak English or something, or like what do they assume about you? I would say the biggest things are they assume that I don't speak English yeah. unless I talk, and then once I do talk, it's that. Oh well, she she's she's a little mean because I'm pretty quiet when I don't know the person at the beginning. But then once I mean you've seen Ephraim, you know, once we start talking, I can keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I'm a very sociable person. Yeah. But if you don't know me when you first you know come up to me, it's gonna be oh well. She, she, she isn't going to be friendly. She, you know, she, or also another thing that I've, I've gotten recently is that because I work out so much, people have told me that, well, we thought that you were, you, like me as a person, that I thought I was better than them, yeah. which really hurt my feelings. I, honestly, I cried a little bit over that. Oh my um, God, really? Yeah, just because. I found out that people were saying that, oh, you're always working out and you're eating healthy, so we just figured that you thought you were better than us. And I'm like, absolutely not. No one's better than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was pretty distraughting, and I I still remember that. But yeah, you know what it is? I think people get intimidated because like they see you fit and you see you eating like eating, you know the proper foods and seeing you work out and they, they probably don't look a certain way and that's from what I gather. I'm just assuming. But that's that everybody. Know, right? Everybody yeah. is free to... That's a great thing about life is you have the ability to do whatever you want. You want yeah. to change your body, go ahead and do it. You want to focus more on a career or how you, you know your life is, you could do that. That's, that's a wonderful thing about freedom. Yeah, um, like I think before we were talking about like your body and working out. Like, what is when you go to the gym? What's the best part of your body you love to work out on? My stomach. stomach? I, I like working out my abs is because I, it took a lot of work to get abs, and now that I've got them, I want to keep them. <laughs> but it's not it's not like gushy, right? Just like totally flat, like you know, like it's not really. It's not like you don't see boxes, but it's like, how, how can I describe it? Is it like just flat formed, right? Is it like, is like. Oh, uh, no, no. For abs, there's like the, the six pack motion. I'd say I have like a four pack. Oh, okay. Of, 
yeah, just because I don't want to work out too too much, too high. I don't want to be a bodybuilder. I don't want to go down the route of counting calories. Like, if I want to have a cupcake, I'm going to have a cupcake, dang it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, I, I'm sure people, I don't know if I asked this before when we first talked, but I'm curious, what was the significance? I think we did, I'm not sure, with the Hello Kitty tattoo. Oh, it was my first tattoo. Um, I don't think we talked about it, but yeah, it was my first tattoo when I was 21. I always wanted to get a tattoo, and I obviously wanted to get something that I wouldn't regret later. Mm -hmm. That was the perfect tattoo for me. <laughs> and to this day, you don't regret Hello want... Kitty, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to regret it. It's I could look at it all day, so... <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Have you ever thought about getting anything else, or you really don't want to damage the temple, as they say? Oh, um, well, I've got about ten tattoos. What? Where? Yeah. Uh, well, they're all, I wouldn't say hidden, I just kind of keep them in areas that you wouldn't see unless, uh, you know, say I'm in a bathing suit, or, you know, I want you to see them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've got tattoos everywhere <laughs> Where, can you tell me what they are like do you like um i have to go on order um yeah, go ahead. i've got a paw print on my left side okay i've uh got uh the yellow power ranger on my my left uh ankle oh um, okay. yeah the full helmet everything um i've got the invincibility star on my right foot uh, I've got a Sakura Blossom on my right ear. Uh, I've got my <laughs> my uh, Husbando uh, anime character. His uh, his name is Tamahome. He's yeah. from an anime called Fushigi Yugi. I've got the symbol that he gets when he's angry. Yeah. But uh, he gets it on his forehead. I put it on the back of my neck. Um, I've got a poker chip on my left shoulder. I've got... Uh, uh, and I, in the groove, ITG slash DDR arrow on my right shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a kitty cat uh, that's like a water, uh, like, what do you call them? Like water-based kind of, it's, it's just a bunch of colors uh, on my lower left back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I think I've covered them all. <laughs> well, so yeah, I noticed, like, you told, you describing your tattoos. The tattoos you have are pretty well hidden when you have clothes. So if anybody was yeah. like that, it wouldn't know that you have clothes. So they would have to see you at the beach to actually see all that, right? Or something like that. Exactly. I, yeah. And it's just because of the career path that I've always been taking where I had to be professional. And I, I didn't want a tattoo to hold me back. I mean, there's many things that could hold me back, as in my experience, uh, my qualifications, but I did not want a tattoo to hold me back from getting something I wanted. So mm -hmm. I made very sure on how to pick and select where I was going to have in place. Oh. How old was you when you lost your virginity? Uh, 17. Do you remember how and how it happened and where? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest experience or time. It wasn't very enjoyable. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it was more of a it happened and I, I dated the guy for about 
two years afterwards, but it, oh, wow. was, it was not a, a happy time. Oh, uh, do you? Why wasn't it a happy time? Because it was you were young and you didn't really. Um, I just got done with separating from my parents, and uh. we we had a disconnect. Um, that was the beginning of me not talking to my parents for already going on you know, 10 years, Yeah. but at the time, I think I just did it just because I needed to feel close to somebody, mm -hmm. I needed to feel that connection to someone, and that wasn't the right reason to do it, so I, I would say I, I'm, you live life without regrets, I just wish it would have been different. Yeah, how is it going with your parents, is it still the same situation with your parents from last we spoke? Yeah, no, I, I don't talk to them. Uh, my mom is very uh, insulting. Um, I, I know it always surprises people when I tell them, but one of the reasons that I don't talk with my parents is my mom will leave me voicemails uh, of that I should commit suicide, that she should have never, because I'm adopted, she said that she should have never adopted me if it wasn't for them. Uh, I'd be dead in a field, which I don't even know where she gets that from because yeah. we don't know how I was found. Yeah. Um, but that's that's just my mom's logic and her mental instability. So I try not to let her mental instability, her mental problems become my mental yeah. problems, basically. Yeah. Um, how, like, you know, I know if anybody was in that situation, it's got to be really extremely tough for you, you know, for them and, and you know, it's tough for you now. Um, do you, do you, are you able to function in everyday normal activity? Like, when the holidays come around, because we're getting close to that, um, yeah. is it really hard? You know, it's funny you bring that up. The holidays can be a little rough just because people ask, oh, so what are you doing for this holiday? What are you doing for that holiday? And I really don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't want to have a, oh, woe is me kind of story. Um, but I just, I depending on who the person is, I'll tell them a little bit. Like, oh, I don't have many plans, or I'm not sure yet, or I'll just tell them the, the absolute truth is, look, I don't talk to my family. We're not close at all. I haven't seen my, my parents in years. Um you know, and then it just becomes an awkward moment, so. Um, will you think there will ever be a point of closure, you think, with your parents, or? I would like there to be at times, but I'm pretty sure my mom has already gone too far down the rabbit hole that we can't get her back. Is there something severely wrong? I mean, to tell your daughter that they should kill themselves you, you got to have a lot of screws loose, and I don't think we could ever tighten those up again. Was there ever, like, abuse in the household like that? Like, besides, like, was it verbal? Besides, other than verbal, was it other types of abuse? Or Oh, yeah. There was a lot of physical abuse from my father. And it's actually ironic. Uh, when I went to talk to my parents one day about why we're not close, why I've, I've kind of, push myself away from the family and don't return calls, don't come over and my father says to me that, well, geez you must really 
hate me then because of all the stuff that I did to you as a kid. And I told my father that he doesn't hit me anymore. But the words she says, they will forever repeat in my head, and she still repeats them. So, but as far as with my dad, I'd like to see him try to brawl with me now. (laughs) (laughs) You got some major guns on you, so I'm sure he'll he'll be in a losing battle. (laughs) Um... So, like, all the conventions, I think, are pretty much done. I'm not sure if there's any other conventions coming up. I think, well, next year, 2018, will be the next one. Um, so, like, for the holiday season, um, what do you pretty much do? Like, since, you know, you say you don't really celebrate much holidays, is there any tradition you do on your own? Um, watch a lot of TV. <laughs> uh, binge watch some Netflix. Uh, play a lot of video games, just get get some me time because obviously during that, during the time that most people are seeing their family and, you know, it, it takes a long time for opening gifts and dinner and chit chat, I'm just by myself playing a video game, watching TV, hanging out with my cats, I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, that's awesome. Um, and now since, um... You know, the way the world is with society, you know, there's so much going on in the world from our president to, um, you know, living in minimum wage type jobs and trying to struggle. Like, how do you find the commonality of, you know, you know, dealing with who we have in office and dealing with everyday type work and, you know, just, you know, taking care of yourself? Like, how do you? rough i'm not gonna lie adulting is tough but i have to tell myself that regardless of one day i've got to keep this going because there's a whole life ahead of me because it's it is tough when you start thinking about everything in a whole like but you just gotta just take a little bit by bit and focus on that like okay, I'm going to do this at the gym. Like, just focus on that for right now. Everything else, that's nice, that's great, but you can't take it all together. So just take the moments, take the bit by bit, smile when you can. Yeah, there's going to be some mundane moments. There's going to be some bad, just crummy moments. But, you know, they will pass. And then even the good times, they will pass too. So enjoy them the best you can. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then, you know, going back to, I guess, family life and upbringing. And you think if those things didn't happen to you, you wouldn't be on the same path you are now? Probably not. No, because with being younger and and in that community where I got made fun of a lot, one of the biggest reasons that I like cats is I lived on a farm, so I got to be friends with the barn cats. (laughs) And they didn't judge me. They didn't care what I looked like. They were just happy to have a friend, and I was happy to have a friend. Yeah, and the thing is, with animals, love is love. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what nationality you are. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you look like, your income, anything. They they just want, if they like you, they're going to like you. Yeah, and and if you feed them a lot, too, if you feed them a lot, they will love you even more. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yep, that is so true. Um, And, you know, animals are a big part. You know, you talked about it on the last show. Animals are a big part, especially cats, are a big part of your life. Um, You know, having a lot of cats and, you know, working where you work at, um, how do you separate, you know, your your professionalism for your love of animals, you know, dealing with different situations with people who bring their animals if they have, like, a death or sickness? Like, how do you deal? It's tough at times. It's very tough. What I have to tell myself is I will do the best I can for this animal while they're here. And I will present the best because they deserve it. Yeah. And... Other than that, I can't control what pet parents do or if they decide to do something that I wouldn't, it, it's not my pet. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's like with children, it's not my child. Yeah. Yeah, so you get, it's easily to disassociate yourself away from it. But Yeah, but I will present the absolute best and yeah. then they can decide where to go from there. If they want the absolute best, they've got it. If they want something a little bit different, for whatever reason, they can get whatever reason different. But I at least will present always the absolute perfect way for their pet. Yeah. Um, we were talking off the record before. We were talking about Scorpina. Um, wouldn't that be a nice? <laughs> wouldn't that be a like? I know I, I could picture you as that. Wouldn't you? I'm saying I know it's expensive to get, but wouldn't you love to be Scorpina? I would absolutely love to cosplay as Scorpina. That would be the best. But have you seen how elaborate that costume is? That would cost so much. (laughs) But you think about it. If you had Scorpina, that would be your only outfit for every convention. That would be the only outfit you would wear. Yeah, for a while. It would would have to be Scorpina. (laughs) Yep. But I do enjoy my Yellow Ranger cosplay. It always brings a smile to people's face. Um, there's a couple other cosplays that I enjoy doing, like Chun-Li, Tifa. Uh, when I had my hair longer, I did Jasmine and Pocahontas. So it's it's a lot of... People don't understand. Cosplay costs money. <laughs> yeah. What is your definition of cosplay? If someone says, "Oh, you're like when somebody asks you, what do you, what are you?" When you go to convention, "Oh, I'm a cosplayer." What What is your definition of a cosplayer to someone who asks you? Oh, then that means they they dress up for fun. Uh, they go to conventions and they don't necessarily make their own costumes, but they have a costume that they would be wearing to this convention, whether it's a, a motor, like a Comic-Con or a video game-based convention. Um, but they have a specific item that they, they are going to wear, and they're already planning it in their head of, like, I'm going to wear this. Maybe not just one, maybe, you know, a couple of items. Yeah. But if, if they at least have one outfit, then they're a cosplayer. Wow, oh, okay, okay. True. And, um... Like I think I think you know we talked about it before, but um, I don't know. You don't see an end end time for you for stopping cosplaying at conventions, right? There's no. No, no. As long as I'm still having fun with this, it, it, it's going on for a while, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and who's who's the one of the most famous Power Rangers you would love to meet that you haven't met yet? 
Well, I've, I've met all of them now. The only ra- ranger that I didn't get to meet was Twee, and that's an impossibility. Yeah. And how much of an inspiration she was to you watching it as a little girl watching Power Rangers? Oh, she inspired me a lot. She inspires me still to this day. Is I watched her on television just being sweet and gentle but smart and strong. And it's what I would like to be. It's what I I aim to be. Yeah. Who you feel? Um. Do you feel like for the guys who guys and girls who do Power Rangers? Do you feel like they get typecasted because they can do anything else? And they're not. In a way, it's like not a bad thing because you got conventions to go to and different things. But do you feel as an actor? Besides, I think Amy Jo Johnson who did Felicity and Jason David Frank who's done a lot in the MMA and the you know, in the underground um, film community, do you feel like they get I guess I don't know enough about Hollywood and how it works, but from what I've seen is once a Power Ranger, always a Power Ranger, and that's that's unfortunate because there's a lot of gifted actors out there that, they yes, they made their start with Power Rangers, but they are very flexible in their acting ability and how they can portray themselves. Yeah, and so, the, yeah, and you know, and they, even on the show, they do their own. Not they don't do exactly do exactly their own stunts, but they do their own choreographed stuff. You know, like with Walter Jones. Yeah, and that's, Johnson, that's a you know? gift. You yeah. know, you have to be able to to just maneuver and come up with all these ideas so quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's really tough. It's really tough, and um. My final question for you, um, what is your New Year's resolution gold? Hmm, I haven't really put that much thought into it yet. I guess it would be to get get comfortable with work, because I just started a new job uh, back in uh, end of September, October, is I'd like to feel comfortable, like I, I belong there. Yeah, well, you don't feel like you belong? You mean like... You're still feeling... Amongst co-workers. Yeah. Amongst co-workers. You know, when you're, you're the new kid on the block, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so true. That's so true. Um, any message for your fans out there? Well, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for all your support and just your kind words. It means the world to me. And again, I'm the one that takes care of my page. I'm the one that sees everything. So anything you send my way... I appreciate it. I love it. And I, and I know it. So thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And that was the lovely Precious Pearl. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.